0: welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with jesse mclaughlin so talk to me about social media and i feel like this is going to be an interesting one because you have been I would guess on social media since the beginning, like the OG days. But tell me, tell me like your timeline of social media and your relationship with it and to it.
1: I mean, I think like everyone, my relationship with social media is I'm conflicted. Like, I love it. It's a love hate relationship for sure. Um, I'm super grateful because my husband makes his living on YouTube. um, And, he has is definitely a YouTube OG. I mean, they've been making YouTube videos since you know I think two thousand six. That's
0: crazy seven.
1: Um, and that's what brought us out here. So so grateful. My thanks YouTube for my friend. That's Jesse. right. Thanks YouTube. <laughs> you know because he became somewhat of a public figure, and YouTube is. It's different. It's like, yeah, you know, people will recognize him when we go places. Um, and it, I'm so grateful because that means they're watching um, his show. And that's how we put food on the table. Um, and, you know, we've had so many amazing opportunities as a family And it's been so good for our family. I mean, I think the move to California was really positive for the four of us as well as positive for he works with his best friend since first grade. So their family moved out with us, um, which has been incredible, like Mm. having family here, you know, making the move with family. Mm. But I've been like walking this weird line with social media because um, I want to, protect the privacy of my kids. They've been in some of his videos and that's fine. I just don't want it to be like the kind of thing where they grow up and there's such a huge cache of videos of them and they have no control over, you know, and, and we've had a few weird things with like fans. Um, mostly it's been positive. Their fans are incredible humans and, um, beautiful people And, you know, there's always one or two people that make things really weird in whatever you do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so it has made me be more cautious. So, you know, with when I started um, my little design Instagram account to try to, like, just put something out in the world, um, I was like, I'm not going to put my face on it. I'm not going to put my name on it because I don't want it to be this thing where all his fans follow me because of him. Like, I want people to genuinely be interested in what I'm doing. Um, But then like, there's all this weirdness, even that goes along with that. And then it becomes this thing of like, I'm hiding and I don't really need to hide. And, you know, we, he is my husband, I'm his wife. That's just part of it. We're gonna influence each other. Mm. Um, You can't be married to somebody and that not... (laughs) be part of your story. Mm. Um, So it's funny, even this last week, I kind of had this epiphany where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to hide like, no, if I if I want to post pictures of my design things I'm doing in our house, well, um, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to hide my face. It's also not going to be my face in every post. But like, I think that era of hiding has to kind of change for me and that's just something in my own work that I'm seeing, like I can be connected to him and still be my own person. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I, I am on Twitter now. I've been on Twitter for a while, but I never went on Twitter, which I think is the story with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like you have a Twitter account, but like it just was like too hard to figure out or whatever, I don't know. Everyone sort
0: of left for a few years, but then I think everybody's back.
1: Yeah. 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 And so I, I have started recently, you know, being on Twitter and like actually going on Twitter and it has become my favorite social media platform. Um, and I think it's because I don't feel the pressure like on Instagram. I don't. I'm not somebody who posts all the time. Um, and. I'm sure there's some perfectionist things with that. And, you know, that's something else to that I have to work through and work out. Um, But it there is this feeling of like pressure when I go on Instagram and it feels like uh, I should be posting more. Oh, look at what this person is doing. Oh, why am I like not doing more? And visually, it's so beautiful that it can sometimes uh, feel like it's so far from everyday life that it becomes this, uh, I don't know, some days I can go on Instagram and be good and happy with it and enjoy it. And other days I go on and it just feels like it puts me in a place that isn't good. Mm -hmm. And with Twitter, I can be completely enraged about a topic, (laughs) but I never feel this weird pressure that I should be like, talking about it more or posting more i i don't know with twitter it's easier to kind of just be a creeper and enjoy it like reading other what other people say Mm. um or or really smart what really smart people think about things (laughs) like you have all of these experts in fields at your fingertips which i think is the beautiful thing about twitter it's it's intimidating because you have the smartest people you know in in historians and uh, people who actually know what's happening in politics and it's not just their opinion i mean they can tell you what the history of you know what this looked like when this happened in the past Mm -hmm. um real historians real um, doctors, real psychologists, you know, who know what's up. Um, and Instagram is amazing, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, mm-hmm. um, my I husband love also loves Instagram has has a large Instagram following. Um, but for me, it just feels more fraught with like, self loathing, I mm. think when I go on there. So you know, more and more, I think people are just figuring out Where they fit, and then there's Facebook, and you know, I have had to step back from Facebook, especially with the political stuff. Um, because I feel this pressure that like people are thinking things that aren't true Mm. about other humans and about the world, and then I don't know why I think it's my job. I don't know, let me. Oh, why am I getting into this? No, (laughs) it's all right. No, whatever. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, Yeah, I'm still figuring out my relationship to Facebook, you know, and which is I'm still figuring out my relationship to most things Mm. in life. Mm. (laughs) So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, So a couple questions. One, I want to
0: know, since you do have a teenager in the house, Mm -hmm. I want to know. How do you parent around social media and what do you talk to your kids about when it comes to social media? Do you have boundaries with them of what they're allowed to use and what they're not allowed to use and when? Um, And how do you decide what of them and their lives you're going to put on social media?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm trying even before I came here today, like I told both of my boys that what I was going to talk with you about. Uh And I asked them if that was okay. Mm. Um, And that's something I've learned, I think, because I'm typically tend to be an overshare. And sometimes that means oversharing other people's that I'm close to that I'm in relationship with as it relates to me, not just oversharing things that people tell me in confidence, but Mm -hmm. you know, things that happen to me, sometimes I share and they involve my kids and that's not respectful of my kids. So um, I'm trying to learn I'm definitely, it's a process. Um, just asking them certain Mm. things that I share publicly. Is that okay? So Um, you asked them, can I talk
0: about the fact that you go to therapy? I
1: did. I asked them both like, how do you feel, um, about me sharing about us being in therapy? Like, is that, is that going to feel like it's too much? And they were both fine with it.
0: That's so awesome. Yeah, I love that. I'm grateful.
1: Yeah. Um, so my younger son, thankfully, is not on social media yet. Although you know there are he he plays Roblox, which I know tons of parents have issues with um, because of certain components of that. And that's the thing about parenting, you know. <laughs> Everybody has opinions about it, and um, I I think maybe by the time my kids go to college. I'll be confident enough in my own opinion to not care about other people's opinions. Um, probably not, but maybe after 18 years of or more than 18 years of parenting, I'll be able to do that. Um, but I'm just trying to learn to trust my gut, to learn to trust my gut Mm -hmm. and to be really open and honest with them. Um, And, you know, Rhett and I talk about a lot with them. Um, Sometimes I'm shocked at the things I'm talking about with them. (laughs) But I just feel like, well, they can hear this from me or they can hear it from somebody else. Totally. I'd rather them hear it from me. Yep. Um, And so we just talk about a lot. You know, I, I used to I told my older son, Locke, that he couldn't be on Snapchat because there was this whole idea that like snap the things that kids send to each other on snapchat you know or whatever but now it's like well they could be doing that with instagram stories too yeah yeah. like it's not i mean kids i think maybe that's part of the reason he's in therapy it's like i know he's going to be coming up he's going to be seeing stuff Stuff stuff's going to be coming up yeah um we have filters at home but you know let's be real
0: yeah yeah so
1: i think dick pics I, are gonna dick Think things are gonna show up that i am super uncomfortable with <laughs> um and it's not i'm not saying it's okay he knows like we talk about what we expect mm-hmm. what we want for him i'm not saying he's gonna do no, that yeah way, I, please <laughs> please <laughs> I did not approve this with him so you know. <laughs> no no,
0: I'm saying like even even for me though, like sometimes I'll say to Jayden, "Hey, got a dick pic today." And he's like, "From who?" And I'm like, "I don't know, some random person on Instagram like uh, it just yeah. it people do Absolutely. it." And I'm just like, it is not okay, but it's still like, I mean, I personally tend to just like laugh and hit delete and block, but right. Right. It is a thing
1: like you can't control other people. You can't control. And and that is one of the big things with being in therapy is like we all have this illusion of control and we're constantly, especially with parenting, it's like, you know, you think if you can just control them and control their environment and control. And and yes, good parents, you are going to exert some control over your kids. You're going to care. You're going to, you know, try to create spaces where they can be um, children for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to see stuff and experience things that are maybe not my ideal. And I just want us to have the kind of relationship where we can talk about it Mm -hmm. and he's not afraid to come to me. And I also want there to be other adults in his life that he can talk to. Like you guys, like his therapist, like other friends that we have, you know, I just want wise people who I trust being guides for him. Mm. And that's, and, and as they get older and and you, and I come more to grips with like the true lack of control that I do have. And like, if somebody really wants to do something, they're going to find a way. Yeah. They're going to find a way.
0: Especially if they're an eight. Right. Yeah and like you said control is totally an illusion like any any sense that we have that we are in control is like lol it is
1: absolutely and I think that's kind of been a theme in my life you know I keep thinking but if things were just like this if I had just controlled this if I had just and like really that's where that's when it gets exciting that's Mm -hmm. when the growth happens one thing that my therapist says is like pain is how we grow and those are the most painful things in my life have been the biggest opportunities for growth and joy and beauty and freedom and they suck mm-hmm. when you're going through them
0: yep yep preach i love it um i want to know what is it like living with someone who is your closest partner in everything and also is so present on social media do you guys have boundaries or do you have things that have worked for you um going back a couple episodes uh Jaden and I were talking about this because we uh, Jaden my husband was on uh, a guest on Out of Line and we were talking about how in a lot of couples that we know there will be one person in the couple that is more known on social media mm-hmm. but then the other person isn't it's not like an it's not an equality thing where both people have you know the same number of followers right, or the right. same level of activity. There's usually like one that's more than right. the other. Um, and in your case, it's even it's more it's more like you go out and you get recognized and you can't be sort of left alone mm-hmm. in a lot of spaces. Mm-hmm. And so, what is that like for you? And do you have any sort of um, social media specific boundaries that you have found to support?
1: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we we're careful about what we post about our family. And there are lots of people who aren't, and it's not always a bad thing. And I think the line is something that is constantly moving for us. I mean, as far as what feels okay. (laughs) um, And, you know, like, what the kids are comfortable with what i'm comfortable with and it changes um and especially as i think more about like patterns i've seen in my own life or you know codependency whatever and the whole idea of like maybe me hiding behind him or living vicariously through him um i feel like the line may change for me you know we have started interacting on twitter that's a new thing Mm, i noticed and i was like i'm gonna See how this feels, and um, you know, like I do have my own. I have a, a social media account that is um a private account, and so that's where I post pictures of my kids. Um, Your Finsta, what? Your Finsta.
0: You're, it's not, it's not,
1: that's what the kids have. They have a fake Insta oh. account. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> your actual Insta. It is. It's just private. It is. It's a private account. Um, and I don't know. I'm still like, that was something that I came up with. And maybe someday my private account will be public and who knows. But right now it's not. And that feels like good. Mm. But none of us are really like, there's, I don't think there's, such a thing as truly private and public because nobody is completely like public accounts share a very specific part of a person Mm. it's not truly like my whole life is open to the public right you know yeah um so i don't know i think there is a point in social media that you reach and then it's hard to go back. Mm. And I think I just want to be careful about that with my kids because they're still kids and they have to I want that to be a decision that they can make, not necessarily one that was made for them.
0: Mm, totally.
1: Um but I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm figuring it out as I go. I think most of the time it's I feel so grateful that he is able to do a job that is creative and connects with people and he loves it and people it makes people laugh and smile and and he makes me laugh all the time Mm. um and that was a huge part of you know why i fell in love with him
0: i love it i am working with cat footwear for this year which is almost over this is episode 50
1: insane literally how insane am i still Caroline. i don't know what's happening amazing i don't know what's happening and i love cat footwear because i worked on <sighs> yeah you cat did footwear. which is so awesome
0: i know so you you know you know and love them already yes. and know that they are just a dope company that is do- doing really like they know how to get involved with cool things that are happening and one of the reasons why they can do that is because they believe in risk taking mm-hmm. and i want to know what is it what is it like for you to take a risk and what what would it be like for you to take a creative risk? Um, you know, this year, in the next year? What is what's something that you're just like, I'm gonna put myself out there and do this thing? And maybe it's what you said, maybe it's putting your face on your Instagram. Yeah, account.
1: I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind because, you know, why not? Like, no, it's not the account is not so much about me, but yet it is. It's it's I'm part of it. I'm the person behind it. And I think like That, especially with social media, like we aren't just connecting with pictures, we're connecting with people. And that's the beautiful thing about it is, is that the the people behind, um, the ideas and the pictures and the stories and the houses and the heartaches. And I think that's one of the reasons is that fake accounts are so troublesome, Mm. um, or, you know, anonymous accounts like mine are hard. <laughs> um, you know, and I think a lot of people, it's a lot easier to unfollow an account that you don't have a connection with mm. the person behind it. Mm. So for me, that's my big risk is like, I'm going to put my name in my face on my account. Ooh, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. What's your self care routine? Like it's interesting because I was having a down day yesterday emotionally and I realized that my self-care has sucked. Oh no lately. Oh no. So when I'm in a good place, I'm going to the gym and I'm um, not eating a half of Panamagic cookie bars. <laughs> Why not? Because that like sugar, especially for, you know, emotion, people who may struggle with anxiety or depression or OCD or whatever, sugar's not really my friend. So yeah, that self-care is, is mostly just moving a lot of moving Mm -hmm. and feeding my body things that are going to make it work, run well and feel good and feel happy. And, um, you know, I love I want to be more consistent with meditation. Um, And that's a goal that I haven't reached yet. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to keep moving in that direction. Um, And being with people who fill me up. Um, Going to therapy.
0: Mm, That's a big one
1: yeah I'm um, being having alone time'm I'm, I'm learning as a two to have more of that mm-hmm. two on the Enneagram um, I don't want and it's something my therapist keeps saying I have to do be alone have to go he wants me to go away by myself which I still haven't done um but a frame yep yeah, yep I'm there I'll be there it's like
0: I, I'm, I my tip I just I'm like I want to go with you and I'm like oh wait <laughs> That's not the point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I want you to go with me, too. That's the problem. (laughs) So, yeah, those are the things. I love it.
0: What's something that you have in common with all other humans on the earth, whether they're in South Carolina, whether they're in L.A., whether they're in South Africa, no matter what age they are, what's something that you could look at Mm -hmm. them and say, we share this?
1: Um. I think most people on the earth just want to be truly seen and truly loved, like in their most vulnerable, still loved. Um, We want our kids to be happy and healthy. We want, relationships that are meaningful and real.
0: Yeah, we do. I love it. Thanks lady. Thanks so much for chatting. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I love you. I love you.
0: You've been listening to out of line with Caroline Lee Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using outoflinepodcast. And let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season.